Hi, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> startled you there. Got me again. Got <laughs> Welcome me again. to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen. GR Mom, joined as always by a very startled GR Dad. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Good. Otherwise. Excellent. <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week is the Perry Cuomo Christmas. It's good. It has Campari in it. I I recognized an ingredient. Yeah, good job. Yay. Gin, Campari, oh, Cointreau. I would have guessed gin. Yeah, yeah. Orange juice, cranberry juice, and champagne. It's a, I think I like it. It's a very, Campari has some kind of throwback effect for me. I think there, there used to be a time in Germany when Campari Orange was a a drink that people would drink in bars. Just Orange Campari, juice and Camber. Yeah. Com yeah. Uh, Campari, yeah. Yeah. And so I think the flavor of Campari has some good associations. And this definitely has both. I mean, the Cointreau is orange flavored and there's orange juice. Mm -hmm. Campari really like adds some sophistication to a drink because yeah. it's like kind of bitter, but in a good way and totally. it's sweet. It's like an accessible bitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's it's tasty. Plus it's Italian, so it's got to be kind of cool. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. Should we just jump into the dog updates? You mean the dogs that are fighting in the background, but not fighting? Remy and Guac are having some rope tugs, which is kind of their favorite thing now. Yeah. Nothing to see here, though. Everyone just move along. <clears throat> okay uh let us begin with voodoo on saturday <laughs> we went out to dinner and i got home and i was changing out of my dress for dinner into just like my relaxing at home clothes and i went into the bedroom and i normally leave my clothes on the dresser my skirt was on the floor and that's weird because like i'm generally not one to leave my clothes on the floor period yeah, but why is that i mean <laughs> In general, like I'm neater it's than true. that. Yes, no, absolutely. But also, but <laughs> Voods eats lots of things that are not foods, <laughs> so I definitely don't leave my clothes on the floor. Yeah, but right. who knows? Maybe you know. I think I had paddleboarded before, so maybe I was like, well, you know, maybe I just like was in a rush, like strip the clothes off, put the swimsuit on, go out there, do that, and and accidentally left on the floor. So I pull the skirt on. The, the visual was excellent. Because it looked fine when I picked it up. <laughs> and then I looked down and it's missing a whole chunk. Just, it's like putting on a t-shirt and having like the back missing. Or yeah. something. It was it was, ju it was hilariously graphic. Like yeah. there were, a big square was just missing. Totally missing. Missing. Not like from the bottom or the top, like the middle. Yeah. All the way waistband to hem. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Uh, now it was ripped up. And there were parts you could put back together, but there was not enough parts for the entirety of the skirt. So this was Saturday. Parts are missing. So of course it was Vodes. Of course it was Vodes. And so we've been waiting for the forensic evidence to emerge. And again, we avoid the scatological on this podcast, but we've been checking the output of Vodes for the skirt. And finally today it emerged. Or was it last night? Both. I guess? Yeah. So, so GR Dad this morning, he's like, here's the evidence that I found in the poop. And there's the pieces of the skirt, which I was very worried about because it was like embroidered on the bottom. But then there's also this like <laughs> stripey stuff with yellow. And I was like, that was the skirt was white with like blue embroidery. That's definitely not that. And I was like, oh, you know what that is? That was my underpants, which were probably sitting, you know, I probably just like took all my clothes off, put them on the dresser oh god changed into my going out clothes and so my underwear was with the skirt and i didn't notice that it was missing because he ate the entirety of my underpants oh my goodness in addition to the pieces of the skirt foods man foods it's so. not your buffet <laughs> it's a dresser 
Yeah, so I left it on the dresser and he clearly pulled it down, which is a thing he's been doing. If stuff is left next to the edge of like tables, beds, stuff, he's grabbing it, pulling it, it down. kind of grazes. As you say, he's got no ups. No. But if he can stick his head up there, he'll just like... Nom. For sure. Speaking of... Grazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two nights ago, I took Hops out for a paddleboard and I was just, it was like a really tired day. So I took her out for the paddleboard and it, it, I wasn't exerting myself, but I was like kind of just drained at the end of it. And so often I'll take Hops and Guac because they both love to go on the paddleboard. But I did like this longish one. It was a little windy with Hops and I got back and I was like, all right, you know what? I, I just, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't want to. You're like exhaust a token. myself. You're like a token. Well, yeah. So I came back up. I changed out of my swimsuit. I put my clothes back on. And then Guac was looking at me with his big eyes. And I was like, oh, because he knows. They both know when I put on my bikini that it's time for the paddleboard. So even though I had changed back into my clothes, I was like, all right, Guac, I can't deny it. Like, we'll do, a to- like you said, a token paddleboard. We'll just go get on the paddleboard. We'll go down a couple of houses, turn around and come back just so you had a little ride. I mean, he's got those eyes. He definitely oh, has those eyes. he knows how to use them oh, too. Oh, boy. He sits and he looks oh, up at you with the big eyes. They're so big. You can see the white parts around it. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. So we go out, we get the paddleboard. He jumps right on. We go down a couple of houses. We come back, we come back up. And I walk in the front door and in the middle of of the room remy has a bag of powdered sugar it has been ripped open there's powdered sugar in a pile on the floor his nose is in it his he's face. licking lick 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 with like oh crap i'm gonna get caught the powdered sugar was like <laughs> not at the edge of the counter it was like pushed way back on the counter because i know dogs counter surf he clearly had climbed up there grabbed the bag of powdered sugar brought it open ripped the top part off was eating the powdered sugar so i had to i was trying to get him out of it he's like no like give it to me such a a bad association after like 80s and 90s movies i mean (laughs) white all over his face white all over his Uh, face he's got the crazed eyes (laughs) he did so i had to like lock him in the room where he eats so i could like clean up the powdered sugar right pick up the bag vacuum up the powdered sugar i'll just add here as a side note that like i i vacuumed up the powdered sugar dumped it out of like the canister on the vacuum and like rinsed out part of the vacuum canister you know dusted it off so there wouldn't be powdered sugar residue on there but like when jr dad got back and and saw what i had done he took the canister off and like gave it a proper washing because apparently mine was not sufficient that's how you get ants Jen. <laughs> uh, you know it is fine uh this is things like when the dogs come in I dry them off, and then if I do it, Jer Dad's like, I'm going to dry them off again to get them drier. So now I don't even do it, and it's great. I don't have to dry them at all because you you like it your way, and I'm fine with well, that. I think it's fine. I mean, this is like the dishwasher loading thing that other couples have. It's just like, you know, one person does it the way they want it, and the other person's like, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we definitely load the dishwasher differently, but you you know what? If you're doing the dishes, I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I think, think that's good. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying my method is superior, but it is different. We do do different things. Yours might be more efficient. I, I am nothing if not efficient. Mm-hmm. You are efficient. <laughs> so anyway, we clean up the. I clean up the powdered sugar after Remy, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to work with him, right? Catch him going up on the counter because he had earlier in the day he had pulled a toy off a table. Like he's he suddenly yeah. discovered. Oh, I can get up on surfaces. Third dimension. (laughs) Yeah. And so I made us dinner 
and I'm watching him, right? So I can catch him. And I mean, literally like I looked away for 10 seconds and I, I look back in the house and he's trotting out of the kitchen with the second <laughs> bag of powdered sugar in his mouth, right back to the spot where he was eating the first bag. Like, sure, I, I should have taken the powdered sugar off the counter. But the point was that I wanted to catch him doing it. And and he he got up there without me noticing, grabbed it, and he's like, tick, 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 trotting over to his spot. So then I was like, well, now I have to catch him so I can like yell at him when he tries to take something off the counter. So I took, we had got this Stalin from Zingerman's Bakery. Mm. God, that stuff is good. It's addictive. So I unwrapped the Stolen and I put the loaf, like it's a sweet buttery loaf of bread with like little fruit bits in it. I put it like right on the edge of the table. And so Remy's like, <laughs> sticks his <laughs> nose up there. he was smelling. Yeah. And he like starts sticking his tongue out and I like yell at him real loud, which of course upsets all the other dogs. And then yesterday I, I caught him, I heard him in the kitchen and I ran in there and he had like his whole torso up on the <laughs> counter, like chippy, chippy toes stretching up there looking for the powdered sugar, the same place he found the powdered sugar. For some reason he's got like really long arms. I don't know if he's he just does. like more flexible in his front arms, but they look like bear arms or something. They they can reach further into the, the He the likes to stick them way out to the side yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. He's So he's got a whole different challenge than like, you know guac or something yeah anyway i've once i entrapped him and then once i just caught him and he <laughs> he definitely knows yeah that he shouldn't do the thing he did because i left the stolen that time i caught him and yelled at him i left it on the edge of the counter and you'd see him like looking back at it and then he'd be like oh no no i can't so he's I, learning it's going to be easy to train this out of him but it is going to be a little bit of guac a process. learned too he was he was he oblivious to it at first and then would counter surf and i think we caught him or did the electrics thing we had the little zapper mat but but either way it's it's definitely sunk in he will go right up to the edge and and indicate that he knows there's something right there but not but not grab it which is really good the zapper mat also helped because he'd jump onto the bookcase and look out the window all the time that was the harder thing because we were usually outside when he did that yeah so the zapper mat was great two times was all it took getting zapped twice he knows he shouldn't have been up there. Every time we came in, he'd jump down and he'd look get all down. guilty. Yeah, but he'd still get up there when we were out. Oh, yeah. And then once he got zapped when we weren't in the house, he was like, oh, okay, I'm not, <laughs> not doing that anymore. <laughs> then he'd jump on the bed because he could look out that way. Fine. That, that was okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, that's that was Remy's big adventure. And of course, the diabetic dog is the one eating sugar out of the bag. I got to say, I was much more freaked out than you were. I was just like, what happens when a diabetic eats I don't know, quarter pound of sugar. It shouldn't, it can't be good. And I was like, he's fine and go. Turns out low sugar is much worse than high blood sugar. And his sugar didn't get that high. No, the insulin really managed it. Yeah. So he was fine. Uh, He was a little amped up that night, but he was fine. (laughs) He was, but that could have just been because he got away with something. I know. Twice. (laughs) For sure. Uh, In other dog eating stuff news, the more positive, you talk about the Vink egg Oh yeah, this, this is, is Vink Egg Part Two. That's right. Last week was he, he, I the hard-boiled egg had rolled down that I was going to give to uh, Voods and and Remy, and um, Vink ate it, peel and all, mm-hmm. before I even noticed. I only noticed in hindsight. Um, and this time I was what was I doing? I was taking the egg carton down and it had a raw egg in it, and for some reason it jumped out i swear <laughs> it jumped out of the end of the egg carton i think that happened in ghostbusters and the <laughs> eggs jumped out onto I the counter i think that's what it was but then they boil on the counter and ghostbusters did not yeah. happen here oh, that's good and fell down and so i was like vink get in here you get another egg <laughs> and she was like 
<laughs> it was the, the easiest cleanup I've ever had in the kitchen. I really appreciate having a, a vank around sometimes. I mean, it really was good. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. That And that's pretty much the complexity of the dog stories this week. Guac has been good. Hops has been good. CB has been good. CB got his stitches out. Was that... This is this last Saturday? Since yeah, the that, was since the, that was since the podcast. Yeah, so he doesn't have to wear his little hat anymore. He's snood. Yeah, the, his ear is supposed to be as strong as before, which wasn't that strong, but it's, uh, you know, that's that's all the goal is. Yeah, so everybody else is doing good. He's good, and he's not itching his head anymore, or, or you know, maybe he just didn't like his hat, or it really was itching because it was healing. It yeah. seems like it's the, the hard part's over. Yeah. I did write down just on my list of stuff to talk about a GR Dad quote, which is, they're absolutely goals, but they probably don't smell good. Do you remember saying this? Mm. We were talking about pelicans. Pelicans. Oh. They're absolutely goals, says Inga, but they probably don't smell good. I like pelicans. They're really cool. <laughs> and they are. They do fly well and they swim well and they do a lot of things well. But they're probably nasty birds. It's a it's an insult in Australia to call someone a, a pelican. Yeah, I'm going to start using that. You pelican. <laughs> you pelican. <laughs> In uh, Super Followers slash Patreon news, this week's GR Dad Explains His World episode was GR Dad showing everybody how to make hard-boiled eggs, <laughs> which I got to say, a lot of people were like, oh, some people were like, well, I'm very committed to my method and this is different, yeah, I but I got to give it to you that those eggs look really good at the end. <laughs> there are, I, I lead by saying, and I admit there are a, a many different methods that I'm sure work work well there's heated up with the water there's cool it down with the water there's like my method boil and then then put them in there so there's in germany you have egg boiling machines you can get those here yeah they yep. steam the eggs yeah yeah they yeah. have those here we had those for our soft boiled eggs for breakfast which i had all my life your mom is real committed to soft eggs at breakfast boiled eggs i don't one i don't like soft boiled eggs soft squishy boiled I, and I think we've probably told the story, but it's worth quickly <laughs> repeating <laughs> that when I was there one time, do, do your parents listen to the podcast? Now that now they're watching the videos, do uh, they listen? Doubtful. That, uh, you know, I feel, I always feel awful and jet lagged and nauseous for a few days when I go to Europe. And she was like, what, how do you want your eggs in the morning for breakfast? How do you want your eggs? And I was like, I do not want eggs. I don't want anything. <laughs> Please don't make me eat anything. And that was not the question. Make, <laughs> made me eat eggs anyway. She gave you scrambled eggs because she thought that was like less eggs. I think I had, I think she had tricked me at some point of being like, well, when you do eat eggs, what's your favorite way to have eggs? And I was like, I like like them scrambled. You're in the interrogation chamber. And she's like, here's scrambled eggs for you. When did you stop eating your eggs? (laughs) I never stopped. It's it's a trick question. They're coming. Ingo's parents are coming for three weeks in uh, the middle of January. So I'm sure we'll have stories. They're not staying with us. Again. I hope they don't listen to this podcast, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing bad to say about them coming. I'm glad they're not staying with us. Nobody can really stay with us because we have six dogs. My mom, who has stayed with us before, she's like, if I came to the Keys, I wouldn't stay at your house. I'd like to sleep. Yeah. And we're just finding out we're probably going to have be having work done at the house. At least one project, probably two will be going on at that time. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be all fun and games anyway. Oh, it's going to be a mess. They got to... We have uh, 
spalling, which is basically crack water damage to our concrete, which we knew when we bought the house and it's finally time to do something. So they have to take off our front steps. As you said, it's like that apartment building in South Miami that collapsed. That had spalling. That's what it was that kind of, I mean, theirs was obviously much more severe and mm -hmm. ours isn't to the supports of the house. It's on the stairs and the front and back porch. It's nowhere near that serious, but we don't want it to get that serious. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, they have to take off our front steps, which are concrete, cast solid cast concrete and replace those and they have to take off and replace part of the front porch and the back porch is going to be like a three-week taken off concrete they have to take off all the railings they have to take off the screens oh like treat the rebar rust and recast the oh my god it's going to be it's going to be so it's disruptive I'm, they're saying three weeks Oof. that seems like a lot in three weeks oh my god it's, yeah, and and of course that's totally going to be when they finally start putting the seawall in. It's going to be absolutely, oh. and, and and probably with our luck, they'll be like, oh, we're also going to fix your bathroom at the same time. You don't, you don't, you're not using that for anything. <laughs> we'll be like, that was the only space in the house that we could still hide in with our dogs. I don't know if I told you this, but we have a friend from a couple blocks over who has a golden, and uh, they they come over and the golden swims sometimes. So I was telling her about all this. She's like, if you need to come, like we won't be at our house. Oh. So if you want to come stay at our house. She's like, there's fur in it anyway. It would be fine. They have a nice house. They do. Their house is way nicer <laughs> than our house. <laughs> that would be a step up. That would be great. Oh, God, no kidding. We could be hardship cases and just walk around the neighborhood with our dogs going, please, please, make can we have one more? Oh, God. They have like a fire pit under their house. <sighs> oh, and they have a nice, Outside yeah. bar. It's, their house is way nicer it's than ours. It's great for entertaining. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're just going to stay there for three weeks. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be gone that long. Uh, they will if we're there. <laughs> yeah no kidding uh anyway so that that's the dog update so everybody's doing pretty good um it's we're recording on wednesday so we still have a couple days before we announce the low maintenance dog of the week though i gotta say i think vink is in real contention this week and you know we talked about brody who's not being bad but vink is lower maintenance than brody brody has his anxiety every night where he needs a second dinner at least a second dinner and once a third yeah and uh, yeah, Vink's only problem has been that she barks a lot, but she's been pretty good recently about the waking up sort of and just starting to bark randomly and mm -hmm. getting everyone to bark with her. For sure. Yeah, good job, Vink. Our the Golden Ratio Wiki has a list of all three award winners from every week back to when we started <laughs> doing this. I mean, it's only been four weeks, so uh, our we've only had Guac and Hops as low maintenance dog of the week winners in the table just back and forth guac hops guac hops yeah um not that any of them have been high maintenance though hops is uh going up to maryland to get injections in her elbow which is pretty freaking high maintenance 20 hour drive yeah that's high maintenance but she's also had some like soreness and stuff we've been yeah. on, putting her on some a little bit more of pain drugs yep no, so no fault dude, you gotta own. move that mic close to your mouth yeah i keep i keep having to remind myself that low maintenance dog is not a it's not what is it it's like intention free or it's not yeah. a blame thing it's just is the dog requiring more attention so so hops even though it's not her fault that her, she's hurting more is taking more attention so For she's sure. not she's not low maintenance in that way so yep. it's not a you know it's not saying that that they're a bad dog it's just that they require more attention this exactly. week exactly it's very complicated uh so yeah tomorrow thursday december 16th a, a banner day in the history of humanity uh Jared is taking foods and hops up to maryland to go to the orthopedic vet 
they're gonna go on monday happy birthday thanks yeah um yeah hops is gonna get potential we hope we're taking her up to get prp platelet ridge plasma in her elbow which is the same thing i had injected into my butt someday my butt won't hurt but today is not that day not the same plasma <laughs> no it's not my plasma but it's the same process so I'm, I'm starting to think my my butt will always hurt maybe you should get some of hopper's plasma it might be more magic oh can you imagine i could totally break it and then i'd i wouldn't be able to do anything anyway no no it'd be magic <laughs> uh so hopefully that's gonna happen with hops um she has to have an evaluation on monday and then if they do it they put them under anesthesia which they sure as heck don't do for humans so i've had prp injections both in my hamstring and then i had it in my rotator cuffs and oh dear lord oh my god it hurts so bad the and the shoulders bra brace yourself for the description because it's bad if you have sensitivity about this stuff it's terrible I mean, they just, they take you, they draw your blood, they oh. spin out the plasma, they put it in a bunch of big syringes, and then they shoot those syringes into your joint. But it's squid, it's not real liquid. Oh, no, I mean, it's, it's, very it's real viscous. Viscous. And it takes up a bunch of space where there's no space. And they're poking around. Oh, it hurts so bad. This just sounds like terrible. the pressure in the joints. Terrible. Like full, well, I have a very high pain tolerance, obviously, if I can run as far as I do. Pain, full on 10 out of 10. Uh, for about 20 minutes after those shots. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh, it's, it's just, it just sounds awful. I called, when I had the the second round in my shoulders, which hurt more, I think, I called Ingo from the car as I was leaving the physical therapist, and I was like, I just need you to talk to me while I deal with how bad this hurts. Oh, it just uh, sounds overwhelmingly painful. Oh, and you can't run away from it, and you no, can't, you can't like, do anything. Yeah, walk it off. It's just, no. it sounds terrible. They said a lot of times um, when men get it, they cry. The women don't. We have unresolved issues, so, yeah. you know, we cry sometimes. That's from, fine. From our bottled up <laughs> emotions. I think it's okay. Um, anyway, so, you know, quite kindly, they put the dogs under anesthesia to give them the shots. It, it, the pain fades very quickly, you know, half an hour maybe. Um, so they put them under so they don't have to be awake for that discomfort. Plus, you know, they'd probably jerk around or something, right? I can stand still, but they use like an ultrasound to position the needle. They, 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 image your joint on the ultrasound and then they hold the ultrasound there as they stick the needle in so they get the needle in exactly the right place before they shoot the stuff in um, so you can't have a dog moving around right i can hold myself still even if it hurts but she can't so it would be a separate day you know hopefully tuesday they would do it mm -hmm. um it would be just our luck that they'd be like well next monday yeah what the 25th or some bogus date like that i'm gonna I, I already love those guys. Love them. This is the one where I was crying in frustration trying to get an appointment six weeks ago. Uh, so anyway, Hops is going up for that. And then Voods is going up to get reevaluated because as you all know from watching the snaps, he's got no coordination in his back legs and he still limps a lot and he doesn't really use the one they did the surgery on, which he totally should be doing. Yeah. Uh, we did test that joint to see if there was an infection and there was not. So we don't really know what's up with it. Uh, when I had him in in June to get evaluated, they said it was not neurological, like from the seizure meds, though we do notice he's less coordinated when he's on the higher doses. So anyway, they're just going to check him out and see if there's, you know, anything to do or what's going on there. Um, I suspect it kind of is what it is, but it would be good. He's going to get a really thorough workup. And they, I mean, they've got like a gym in this place, like a dog gym with like a big, long 20 foot mat 
and you walk the dogs along the mat and it measures how much weight they put on each of their feet. So you can see like, oh, they're not bearing as much weight on this foot and you don't even have to pay attention to like, can I tell if they're limping? Because it's hard to kind of, if you watch a dog to see like, oh, yeah. they're favoring one leg. So they, they get all kinds of data. It's really good. Um, so anyway, dear dad is going to be up there for whatever, five, six days. Five long days. It'll be without you. I know. We're kind of flipping it around. I was up there for a week without you, and now you're going to be up there. And I got to say, it's a better end of the deal staying here in tropical paradise (laughs) instead of going up there. See, the weather doesn't bother me up there. It just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very impacted by the weather. So So it's good. You should stay here. Yeah, it's a a good. I mean, if we have to be apart, I prefer to be here. Yes, I would not like to be. I would like to be not apart, but I but I need to get these dogs to the place. Yeah, that's going to be good. And you like the road trip. I do. Yeah. And I mean, the good thing is I probably wouldn't be able to fit another dog in the car. So it's good that I'm going to be full of dogs. Guaco Man is like, I can sit like a proper gentleman in the front seat and go. Yes, he would wear a seatbelt, I'm sure. I (laughs) I meant for, uh, you know, any loosely attended slash abandoned dogs. If I find a dog by the highway. I was out uh, paddleboarding today with Guac and... uh, my paddleboards have become increasingly social, which is not my intent. Uh, but I, I like stopped and had two conversations today I mean, on the paddleboard. You are sort of a slow-moving target. You can't get away fast enough if someone wants to engage you. Yeah. So there's a, a couple, two women who have bought a house, I think, um, down here, and they're spending like kind of six months here and six months up in the Poconos or something. Uh, so they've got a you know summers up there and winters down here. And they have a a 13-year-old golden who, oh my God, he's like so fuzzy and he's got a big white face and I just want to steal him. I want to take him home. (laughs) He's so nice. (laughs) Um, So he was out there, but I was kind of chatting with them and I have no idea why I started telling this story. What were we talking about? Me me picking up dogs on the way back. Oh, yeah. Stealing dogs. I mean, rescue, I mean, liberate, I mean, you know, saving dogs. Saving Saving dogs. dogs. So I was telling them about kind of, you know, Cause she's like, Oh, do you have two goldens? And I was like, lady, we have six goldens. And she's like, Oh my God, how'd you get that many? And so I was telling him about what we did and they were like, Oh, you know, we have a vet like up in the Berkshires and they have two goldens that they're trying to find a home for. Cause like the owner just died. And oh. I was so close to being like, give them to me. So far away. That's like go, upstate New York. Can you imagine having eight dogs? You know, <laughs> maybe we could trade them. <laughs> we'll give you two. We, we would have to do military style you know, roll call. We may have to shave numbers in their backs <laughs> or something where we would lose track of eight. No. That's the problem. If we it, had a very rigorous system, we could we could handle it's it. It's too much. If Look, if they were going to die, if nobody, <laughs> if it were like, you can take them or else they will die. Like, of course, right? But that's not the situation. There are absolutely rescue groups up there, that, golden retriever rescue groups that will take those dogs and find them a home. The Berkshires, they, they're going to have richer people than us, like clamoring yes. to take these dogs. Yes, there will be a lovely family who takes both of them and they're going to have a great life. Yeah, um, on, on their like estate. Jeez. But I was like, oh man, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll take them. Uh, Good thing you didn't see any pictures. Oh, I'm so glad. We'd have eight dogs now. I know, I know. We uh this week we interviewed two new dog sitters to to like stay overnight here in the Keys because we had a really good one um who I think I'd mentioned she's a marine biologist she still is a marine biologist but she moved up to the mainland and so 
you know, it's been fine because like she she moved in the middle of the summer and is right when we got Remy and he's like, you know, everything's a little too complicated now to just hand off to a dog sitter. Um, but our emergency vet is reopening at the beginning of January. So like if Voods has a seizure, there's no like, oh, crap, maybe the dog sitter is just going to have to wait it out or drive him up to Miami. It can be like if Voods has a seizure, give him these medicines and drive him the 10 minutes to the emergency vet and drop him off. And we'll like let them know. Yeah, you know, do the handoff. Right. Yeah. Just basically, you know, hospitalize him, keep track of him. And, you know, we authorize whatever it is. So it's going to be much easier. Um, but so anyway, we were interviewing two of them and they're both great. And so we've got a trip booked with one of them which is like a little weekend we're gonna not be with the dogs and the other one uh you know we've got on deck but one of them works at the spca down here and i was like we could have an in if there's any goldens <laughs> in the keys they can just be like oh hey we don't need to put them in the Why just call jen are you thinking into that way I love them Ingo. i need I to know. save them all <laughs> you're like they're pringles they're not pringles they're dogs and well, you don't can't eat just one, but still, you can't have more. Six is, you know, I find myself counting dogs a lot m lately. Honestly, like the current configuration is a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. It's getting better. That's why I'm counting them. It's too much. It, <laughs> that, not just in terms of volume, but in terms of need. Yeah, no, that's right. Because uh, as I've said before, the Hopper Vinkman... Maggie, Jasmine, Riley, Queso, six dog configuration was not too much. It was quite easy and manageable. This configuration of six is, it's a little, a little more than we can comfortably handle. With, like with Crackhead over there snorting powdered confectioner <laughs> sugar at every, at every stage here. <laughs> white nose Remy. Oh my God. <laughs> Snoop, white Snoop Remy. I mean, when we had those six dogs, like you and I were still splitting our time right like you were spending a lot of time with your daughter i mean you know not a ton right but right. um you definitely weren't at the house all the time mm -hmm. and i had no problem taking care of all six of them i didn't feel like it was overwhelming it's like yeah whatever we give them all dinner everything's fine yeah um and and here like i'm acutely aware when i was gone like man like you're taking care of all six not that you're not capable but it's a lot of work you know boots has a seizure and everything and everything has to revolve around boots for a while it's a you know and then and then everything else is still going on right yeah so yeah i know it's it they all we you know we say it lightly but they all have special needs yeah they sure do <laughs> they're a special bunch yeah um so anyway yeah no we're not i'm not volunteering to take any more if the, if the rescue group says take some more, I'm going to be like, screw you guys. I, t I told you to put Remy someplace else. I love how you didn't. always hedge this kind of stuff with like, well, if if nobody else would take from that. I'm sorry. So Ingo. I'd drive up to the Berkshire. Someone says to you, send you a picture of these two dogs, which I haven't seen. Oh, don't. And they're no, like, don't. Oh, no. We're, they're in a kill shelter and they're going to get put down uh, on Friday unless you're willing to take them. Of course. It's what I'm saying. That's of all I'm saying. Of course. No, of all course. I'm I'm just hoping that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, me too. But yes, that's you can't say no to that. I think I, I maybe mentioned this once before that I was like, many years ago had read some article about um, like people and kids having kids and uh, that there was some some woman that the author had talked to and she said, if more show up, they're welcome to stay, but we're not out looking for them. <laughs> kids yeah i think they had like five kids and she was basically like look if another one comes along okay but we're really not like that's not the plan <laughs> we're not, looking we're not for gonna them. turn them away but 
Uh, that's, that's sort of how I feel. Yeah, like, it makes a lot more sense when applied to the dogs than, than the kids. But there yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hang on a second here. Let's We're going to move out of dog news. Okay. So the one kind of piece of administrative business. Um, yeah, you should have started with this. That's always administrative time, Jen. Sorry. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so kidding. <laughs> You're apologizing to me or the fans? This is ridiculous. I will not do that anymore. <laughs> so um, we were approached by an app called Wisdom which is spelled exactly like the word. And it's kind of like Clubhouse, which you may have heard of. It's like kind of like you do live radio shows on the platform. Um, so like we're on there now and we have an account and you can like go live and like you can talk to people on it, uh, kind of like a call-in show, like we can have a, con a conversation. So it's a kind of like a live podcast, but then other people can participate in it. And so they asked us to try it out and like do a thing on there. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to put a link to the app in the show notes and we're still, there's a little bit of a bug that we've run into in terms of being able to find our profile on it. Um, so they're going to work that bug out. Um, but so we're planning to do a kind of live podcast, which with hopefully like you could talk to us and ask questions kind of abilities on the platform. It's going to be 3 p.m. on December 26th. So that's the Sunday, the day after Christmas. It's a Sunday. 3 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S. So that's like noon Pacific time in the U.S. and five or six in Europe. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, eight or nine p.m. in Europe, depending on where you are. No, noon right. is six. And we're going to do it at 3 p.m. our time. 3 p.m. is nine, yeah. Yeah. Unless uh, you're in England, which is five hours. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, we're definitely going to like put this on all the platforms like you know, closer to the day and we'll have a link and everything, but there's going to be like a first link in the, um, show notes for today that, so if you want to like get the app and get it all set up, so you kind of have it ahead of time. Um, it's free, like it doesn't cost you anything to do it. So we're just going to kind of try it out and see how it goes. And if everybody loves it, like, that's great. Like we can do kind of live podcast stuff on occasion, but, um, they asked us like, Hey, like you've got this podcast, you want to try this thing out? And we're like, sure. So, um, mark on your calendars, 3 p.m. Eastern time, December 26th. We're going to try this thing. And, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll post on all of the socials, more links and info as we get closer to it. So there yep. you go. That's admin corner. Oh, important other admin corner. Blah. Uh, I have met the goal to take all of Mark Zuckerberg's money <laughs> <laughs> by making the reels. So three weeks ago on the podcast, I announced that uh, Instagram had kind of given me a challenge to get 1.09 million views on reels. Which makes no sense, but there you no, go. Uh, clearly algorithmically generated between November, whatever, November 21st and December 20th. That was the window that I had to get the 1.09 million views. and But on my running account, so I've just been posting like some of the TikTok videos, some like old videos of like the previous squad members, you know, a few things from here, just like, you know, little bits, like two or three a day. Uh, and we hit the goal last week. So we get money. We get it. So Instagram is giving a thousand dollars to us for meeting the goal, which is great because I've been tabulating all of our expenses for, for our uh, financial advisor because I slacked off on doing it over the course of the years. I've been like putting all this stuff in the spreadsheet and oh dear lord the vet bill is just from 
the last week. I mean, Voodoo spent five days in the neurology hospital. Yeah. Turn, <laughs> turns out dog hospitals are expensive, just like human hospitals. I think that was a $5,000 vet bill. Well, he had a, he was well cared for. Well, oh, I mean, 100% worth it. And yeah. and we can afford it. Like we, you They know, loved him. Um, yeah, even like all the dogs have pet insurance, but Voodoo's epilepsy is not covered by the insurance. It's a pre-existing condition. Yep. And uh, no Obamacare slash Affordable Care Act protections <laughs> for dogs on pre-existing conditions. We're just lucky to have pet insurance, frankly. That's just a good move. I mean, I know Matt does this too, but it's a good idea to get pet insurance. I will I will add on that. Um, so we've used nationwide as the, you know, it was, you know, it was under a different name before, but basically Nationwide's the company. And that's, we have all the dogs under that. Um, but when we got Remy, I was like, I need to get him signed up, you know, even though he's the um, rescue group is paying his medical bills now and that covers it. I was like, I want to get him signed up. So when we, you know, when he gets transferred to us, we've got him covered. And uh, Nationwide wouldn't take him because he's diabetic, but Trupanion did. So I don't, I think they don't cover his you know, diabetes related expenses. Um, but they still covered him and they will cover dogs with any exist pre existing conditions where he was just diabetes, I think, for most of the other ones just rules you out. So um I mean Go True Panion. Yeah. Nation I mean, I haven't submitted any claims with them yet because we're not paying for Remy's bills, but we've got them on there. But I thought that that was pretty awesome and their customer service has been great. Though I, I have to say, like nationwide who we have all the other dogs with like you know, occasionally, like, I'll bicker with them about paying a bill. But generally, you know, it's been good and easy. And, you know, I think they've been reasonable about stuff. So um, in any case, yeah. So we have pet insurance for them, which is so important. You know, Hopper's, I was just looking at all of Hopper's bills together for the amputation. And that but was, he had, like, surgery beforehand, right? With Or, like, a procedure on the other leg, then, then Hopper, the amputation. Then, you yeah. know, I was going through. So Hopper's bill, when we were in Maryland, and she was at the emergency vet. I mean, she was hospitalized in the intensive care unit at that emergency vet for, I think, three days. For, for the, the other? The other leg where she had that infection. That vet bill was, like, $8,500. It was so expensive. And... <sighs> I mean, they paid out, they paid us like $7,700. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, I was just, you know, I didn't, just didn't remember because it was like, there was so much going on. But yeah, they paid almost all of that bill, um, which is great. But anyway, the the Voods hospitalization for his seizures is not covered by the pet insurance. So getting a thousand bucks from Instagram. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. It, you know, won't pay the whole bill and it's fine. You know, we, we have plenty of money to pay it, but it's, it's nice to be like that chunk came in. I think it was like literally the same day I would like put that bill in, in our system. And I was like, oh man, like, <laughs> it was good to be taking his money. All right. So that's the end of admin corner. Um, okay. Do you want to do German word of the week or you want me to do taste of the keys? Taste of the keys. Taste of the keys this week is that we have a gator. No kidding. Not yeah. a small gator. 12 foot gator. Confirmed gator. Yes. It's like it showed up on next door, like, you know, a little bit down the street, whatever, half a mile away. And they're like, oh my God, look at this gate. It's 12 foot gator in the canal. And, but it was like kind of a ways away. And then our friend, two streets over, she's like, the gator's here. She's like, is it the, you think it's the same gator as the other one? But like for three days, she's like, well, I'm not letting my dog go swim in the canal because like you can see the gator out there like hiding in the mangroves on the other side. So I actually got on my paddleboard and went over to try to spot the gator. Did, did you have a, dog on the paddleboard yes hops came with <laughs> just saying I, I wouldn't have let her go chase the gator good no she's uh, she's smart i i didn't see it though so apparently the gator has you know i don't know it's not where it was 
Um, now that's worrisome. The gator would take a lunge at one of the dogs. Like I'm not as worried about the sharks or the dolphins or the other critters we have here, but the a gator that's that big, mm, the bank might be a <laughs> morsel. Our neighbor said, uh, you know, some. I, I'm I'm adding in here. Some stupid person said to her, uh, you know, gators really have a taste for dog meat. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> like, why would you say that to somebody? What a stupid thing to say to somebody. It's also not, it can't, it's like, no, there's, that's not true. That can't be true. That's or a verifiable. person who just likes to make shit up yeah. and say things because they think it's amusing. Ingo. Uh, I know. Um, yeah. Anyway, I didn't spot the gator, but, oh, we didn't talk about this. The dolphins. Yes. We were having breakfast. The dogs were having breakfast. And Ingo looked outside and he's like, ooh, there's something big out there in the water. And we're both looking. And then we see a little dolphin pop up. And I was like, let's go. You, I think you literally jumped off the porch down to the... <laughs> you were so fast down there. Oh, my God. The opportunity to like hang out in the water with dolphins. like People pay, people go on vacation and pay money to do that. And then I, I actually managed to put hopper in my kayak and go out and, and join you you were on the paddleboard and i grabbed hopper and put her in the kayak i was like ingo come on let's go yeah. and i like run out there and i'm like way away and finally ingo comes paddling out you've already established later. a relationship with the dolphin and i'm like hey guys where is a party you probably like changed clothes found some flip-flops picked up hops i like, really had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then i was like oh hops you probably have to really go to the bathroom too because i can i always imagine that the dogs are exactly like me and so i was like hops you have to go out and then i was like hops why don't you just jump in the kayak with me fine fine yeah that's fair i mean it was not efficient <laughs> But we, I am so glad that we caught the dolphin as well as you did. You did get, yeah, you got plenty of interaction time with the dolphins. They're all really curious about the paddleboard and the kayak and kind of swim up. And I mean, I posted some snaps, right, where the dolphin kind of swims under the nose of the kayak. You didn't even see it. And I'm like watching this dolphin like do a little spin as it goes past dolphin's you. Dolphin's like on its back looking up at the kayak. And I'm like, what's, is that, a, is that a hopper you got there? Nice, interesting. You had a much harder time spotting it than me. You kept going like, I think it's over there. I'm like, literally, dude, it's that hump of water moving around yeah. like I mean, you're, 90 you're degrees away. Six feet above me, right? I'm I'm at water level looking out. You're looking up down from, from standing up. I mean, literally, like the fin was sticking out some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I had hops in front of me. I was worried about hops. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, you got some good interaction time Dolphins with the dolphin. Dolphins are big enough to be slightly worrisome they're very good at what they do uh and it i don't want to pissed off dolphin around me the, the obviously they're known for being gentle friendly curious and all those things but there's got to be a dolphin that has like a bad day one day <laughs> be like you tourists i'm gonna show you that i'm the king of the, the ocean and not you and your stupid plastic kayak and like I don't know, batter me or something. We were watching a bad, sh a really bad, bad shark movie. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. Oh, I know. I mean, some of them are like the sci-fi ones are kind of funny. Yes. If they're self-aware, then they are funny. If they try to be serious, they'd, they'd better be Steven Spielberg quality or else they just are. Bah. This this one was trying to be serious and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's one where it's like the girls are, you know, there's, oh, there's a shark. And the girls are kind of standing on, you know, this like rocky outcropping. And they're like, 
we're out in the middle of the ocean and we don't know where we are and we don't know where to go. Like, it's just water. And like, literally, there's a fucking island, (laughs) like a hundred yards behind them in the shot where they're like, there's no land anywhere. There's there's like, there's like uh, vacation homes behind them. I mean, this is such a bad production. (laughs) So bad. Anyway, there was a scene in there where there's a pot of dolphins that come like literally beat up the shark. They're like flinging themselves at the shark and headbutting the shark. They all but put little like boxing gloves on the dolphins. <laughs> it would have been better if they had done that. Punch, punch, punch. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, so I have this. I mean, I the dolphins are super cool, but they are big marine mammals. Yeah, they're, they are big. Not small, and they're so good at being in the water. Right? It's so easy for them. Yeah. So effortless. It's it's cool, but they you know they could kick my butt. <laughs> Yeah, they could. But it was pretty awesome. I yeah. mean, that's the second time. You totally. the first time I went out with the dolphins, you didn't come. That's right. Um I was I was supposed to be doing like remote control. I was telling you where the dolphin was. You did a good job. I mean, I always want you to come. Yeah, yeah. But you're often not you're definitely not as enthusiastic about getting out and interacting with the wildlife mm-hmm. as I am. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad you got to come for that one. Yeah, because it's scary. So it's a big wildlife week. Yeah, the dolphin was just more just cool. All right, so what's our German word of the week? Well, you suggested Tannenbaum or Weihnachtsbaum because yeah. it's a Christmas Christmas thing. But Co- think, it's a Christmas tree. But I think everyone knows Weihnachtsbaum, don't they? No. Oh, oh Tannenbaum is like we kind of know the for the oh, Christmas Ta- tree. Tannenbaum song. just means pine tree. But like when Tannen. we sing oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, we we kind of are aware it's oh Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum in yep. German. Yep, yep, yep. Weihnachtsbaum yep. is not, not used in the US. Okay, Weihnachtsbaum is Christmas tree. Yeah. Yep, and it is a tanne. Mm-hmm. Evergreen. Yep. 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 Although it can be kind of stickly compared to the ones here. It could be a... More Charlie Brownie. Can be more of a fur. Uh, yeah, not like the Douglas furs they have here. It could be more Charlie Brownie, yeah. But yeah. Which is better for candles, <laughs> as we've said. We, If you'd like to hear GR Mom's outrage over putting candles on a Christmas tree... And Jer Dad's defense of it, you can go back to last year's Christmas adjacent podcasts where I rant about this. Um, you can also probably find it on Twitter where many Europeans chime in with their photos of their uh, houses about to burn down <laughs> because they have lit actual candles on their Christmas trees. <laughs> well, yep. Or you can go two years back or maybe three years back. I think we have this. It's a perennial uh, evergreen Ooh, the word for evergreen is Dauerbrenner in German, by the way. Oh. That was going to be my alternate word of the week. Dauerbrenner. Dauerbrenner, which means long-time burner. Burns for a long time. Interesting. Which can also be like a, you know, an evergreen joke or an evergreen Dauerbrenner. song. You know, an yeah, evergreen, evergreen tweet. Movie. Yeah, just like yeah. always consistently popular. Evergreen tweet. Yeah, you'd say it. Dauerbrenner tweet interesting well yep. this year we got uh a christmas tree i i have been i mean like i like christmas just fine um i find if you're in dark northern climes christmas is a lovely way to distract yourself from how miserable it is to be living in the winter and so it's like okay let's bring a tree in the house and like light it up and decorate so it feels festive even though everything sucks right now and so since we started coming down to the keys for christmas which like we first did in 2017 i have had very little appetite for traditional christmas stuff like presents yes you know i'll make some cookies and stuff but like i don't i don't want to put like 
pine trees in my house. There's no pine. I mean, we have a pine tree in our yard, but it's not. This is not a pine tree place. We don't have a fire. I mean, we don't even have a heater. No, let alone a fireplace. I don't want to hang up a stocking. We don't wear socks. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, and so we don't wear socks. That's a good point. <laughs> so last year we bought like a Home Depot outdoor palm tree with lights on it which was like fine it was like a little cheesy but it was fine to have out there and i've been like trying to be like what is a kind of tropical christmas tree thing that i could have like in the house like a tree you'd put presents under whatever and i spent a lot of time on pinterest and you know there's like people who live in you know whatever like cape cod right and they do a kind of coastal christmas tree so they decorate it in like blue and white and turquoise with like shells and stuff but like i don't want to take a freaking alpine tree and bring it and corrupt my tropical paradise (laughs) now i have always grown up with like we would go cut our trees down right right live trees fresh trees Uh, i've never had an artificial tree uh and and strongly resisted it but i was like i can find nothing and so i was like tooling around on amazon to just see like is there a thing i want to put up and i found this amazing christmas tree (laughs) so it's five feet tall it's about eight inches wide. It's very conical. <laughs> it's made entirely out of turquoise tinsel. Not comical, conical. conical. <laughs> like a cone. It's very skinny. When I was a kid, uh, when we would go pick out our Christmas tree on the Christmas tree farm, uh, my dad would always, I think jokingly, <laughs> maybe seriously, point to these really skinny trees and we called them scuds. Scuds. Like after the, scud missiles. missiles in because the, I think it was like around Gulf War time. So, yes. Right? Course. I mean, I was a little kid, but that's, like that, there was. That's a good sense of humor. All like the talk that. of the scud scuds. missiles. So we're like, oh, it's that, that tree's a real scud, which is the, actually the first thing I thought when I saw this tree <laughs> on Amazon. I looked at it I was like, ooh, that tree's a real scud. Uh, <laughs> but it's amazing. So it's just tinsel. And it's not doesn't really look like a pine tree, but it's a cone, turquoise tinsel and like these little round turquoise things. And I bought like these like firefly fairy lights, the ones with the like really skinny wire and the tiny lights and they're LEDs and they change color. So you can set them to be any color, but we have them like fading Into rainbow. All colors. One color to they the They turn next. red, which is so cool. And it's not it's not like flashy or blinky, right? It's just like a really smooth trend Roy G. Biv transition. Yep. And then I bought a box of uh, starfish ornaments and hung them on there. So it's like a really perfect cat. It first matches everything in the house because <laughs> it's turquoise like everything in the house. Yeah. Uh, it's tropical. It's coastal. It's like kind of funky Key West. I'm so happy with it. It's been three days and no dog has eaten it. So I sprayed yay. it down with like a super toxic anti-chew <laughs> uh, stuff. Not the bitter apple, like the stuff that you can't really breathe after you spray it. Because uh, Voods looked real interested in that tree. So He was looking at it for about oh, five minutes, just it's, standing there looking at it. Yeah, it's protected now. Um, so I'm, I'm really pleased Those with it. Those starfish ornaments look like they belong on it. It looks great. The lights too, right? You would think it maybe came with those lights, but yes, I did. Yeah, no, it didn't. They came. I bought the lights separate. Nice. Uh, and it, it's like a thirty-three foot string, and I was really worried that it wasn't going to be enough. And it's like exactly the right amount of lights. It's such a skinny tree. It's so small. Uh, yeah, it's real skinny. I mean, it's five feet tall, but it's very skinny. No, it's good. Uh, but it literally like collapses into a box that's smaller than a pizza box. <laughs> it's like three posts and then the whole cone just collapses down into like a little ring there are umbrellas that are bigger than this tree oh this tree would not you couldn't use it as an umbrella no no i'm just saying it's it's just small i mean yeah it's 
it's maybe 12 inches across at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real small. Uh, it's perfect. It fits in the little nook. We don't have to move anything. Yep. I am in love with it. It's great. Yeah, it's like a an, an homage or a, a nod to the concept of Christmas without trying to be northern and pretend there's snow or something. Yeah. It's like yesterday we were in Key West for dinner. We were walking around while we waited for our table and we found a house that's decorated in like pink LEDs with some pink icicles and then they have two uh winged unicorns <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in their trees. Big that's good. Kind of life size yeah. winged unicorns. Um I guess Pegasuses. Pegasuses Pegasus don't have horns though. The winged I think unicorns. it was a unicorn. It definitely was a unicorn. It had a horn. But unicorns regular fly. unicorns don't have wings. I, well, maybe they fucking do. I don't know. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, that's true. They can. Anyway, they had two of those silver unicorns and then pink lights, moving lights, flashing lights, icicles. It's a nod. It was its own thing. Yeah. But it wasn't like, a, you know, trying to be a Austrian village. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, there's a few of those. Too, I don't know how fine. Australians do it, but I think when, when I lived there, there was still a lot of sort of British imported Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So you still had some of the traditions, but it's really hot. <laughs> One of my friends in South Africa said that. She's like, yeah, like Christmas, like we do all of the kind of Northern stuff, but like you're in the pool and it's like yeah. 90 degrees and like you don't want turkey and stuff, <laughs> you mashed potatoes and like all this yeah. heavy stuff. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like L.A. has has that Christmas problem too. I think they they buy into it more, but it's but it's doesn't fit seasonally. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I feel like this really balances like my emotions and the place that we're in, and rejecting the cold of the north. Yes, I, yes. I'm happy with it. We don't need the cold. We just no. need the the love. We yes. just need the love. So. Uh. <laughs> hopefully you'll be home by christmas uh but whatever Ugh. if we do christmas late it's fine dude 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 what they're not ready to take hops or boots by christmas i'm coming home for christmas i'll go back up oh my god <laughs> whatever <laughs> if they're not ready to do it then they're gonna be like well we'll have to schedule and it will be another February. six it'll be uh, I, know, I know <laughs> then it's worth coming back here oh my god all <laughs> right well i think that's it for this week um wish gr dad safe travels up to maryland and um until next week don't bite anyone unless they ask you to yeah don't bite anyone bye bye